I think it's perfectly appropriate that we're both a little snippy right now because <laughs> it's good topic for uh, having conflict and how to navigate that. I, I will say for sure that I see it and, and feel it differently in our relationship because we've both got a certain foundation of uh, maybe the best way to state it is self-reflection. So there's some awareness that if I'm feeling agitated, that it might have something to do with me. <laughs> I know when I feel agitated, it generally has something to do with me. So yeah, which wasn't the case. Yeah, I, I think that's a pretty foundational thing. It is. And, and when you have that sort of awareness, it helps to I don't know, temper the possible outcomes. Well, when you finally realize that you have that awareness, I would say. Uh, because in the moment, that awareness sometimes gets lost in the in the in the uh, frustration or anger or whatever else you're feeling about the conflict that is currently in progress. You mean you're pissing me off doesn't cover it? <laughs> Good one. Cue the opening. <laughs> Welcome to That Sober Couple Podcast. I'm Lisa Twombly. And I'm John Picard. We met in sobriety and moved in together a month before COVID hit. And now we both work from home. We've reached the compromise of doing this podcast in place of Lisa's daily TED Talks on the couch. I'm a bit of a maverick. And I'm a traditional 12-stepper. And, and together, together, we, we are, are That Sober couple. couple. So we're talking about conflict today. We are. We have experienced some amount of conflict because we've been together for more than five minutes. We're human and we love one another. So... And we both have different ways of, of seeing the world. And also, you know, there's that thing where if I didn't care what you thought of me, I, you know, we wouldn't be in a relationship together. So there's sort of that feeling like it matters what this person is experiencing when they're with me. And there's uh, different approaches to making sure that that either, you know, that that things flow or that you feel good together. There's pleasure and enjoyment and fun and attraction. And so when there's conflict, there's sort of this idea that maybe I have to disturb the peace or I have, I'm, um, this, I'm going to speak for myself here because that's really all I can do. I'm just going to do that, especially when we're talking about conflict. It's probably a good idea, Lovey. <laughs> probably a good idea, John. So when I think about it, there's because of that self-reflection, because of that introspection, there's an idea where I can have enough space between the stimulus and the response between the time when something doesn't feel good or doesn't rubs me the wrong way. And I can assess or at least allow myself the grace to say, 
what is that? Where is that coming from? And one of the things that's really nice to me about our relationship is that there's enough grace between us that if one of us doesn't capture that perfectly or it doesn't come out sounding logical or packaged just so, there's leeway there for being a little, you know, sloppy or kind of maybe not perfectly presented, but that it's just, this is how I feel, or this is, I don't like that, or. Yeah. Having imperfection is, is a, is a, is, is a human trait. It really is. And when conflict does arise and, uh, and, and trying to repair that conflict, whatever that conflict may be, um, you know, uh, the uh the heart is an imperfect muscle <laughs> i you know what let's have a little live conflict in real time oh, i disagree uh, with you oh really yes hmm. i disagree with you i think that actually if we learned better to listen to our hearts and allow that real truth to be true and less sort of powering over our feelings with our brains that are really pretty blunt instruments that really are focused on a lot of things like right and wrong and dominance and um, that don't have a lot of grace that don't have a lot of I mean, granted I think some of this we sort of come to realize over time whether it's for expediency recognizing that it's easier not to just you know be such a blunt instrument or also um misunderstanding that sort of conflating thoughts and feelings so for example if i say to you you know I think you're doing X, Y, or Z, like blame can kind of feel like that, I think. Or like really for me, one of the things that, I mean, obviously this can go pretty deep. I should use a noun here pretty soon. But when I think about blaming another person, and in this case, I'm talking to you, I'll talk about you in our conflict. If I get assigning a motive to you, that's really tricky territory and it's also just a recipe for a, a conflict it's a recipe for um bad feelings yeah yeah i i i have that same that same issue where i try to get inside of your brain without asking what's actually going on inside of you and that's that's something that i learn every single day is to uh is to be able to ask you how you're feeling and what are you feeling and how do you perceive what is going on because you know we do perceive things differently and i guess what i meant by an imperfect heart um is something that i learned uh in recovery is uh, the the longest 18 inches is the 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 length it takes from or the the length between your 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 heart and your head uh, and really understanding that 
your heart plays a big role in how you overall feel about the situation that you're in. Um, and, uh, you know, for the longest time, my heart was not in the game. It was, it was just something that pumped blood and that's all it did. That's all it was used for. And uh, that got me in a lot of conflict and also got me out of a lot of conflict by uh, being very passive aggressive, uh, being very um, procrastinatory, all the things that, that I used to do uh, in, in my relationships when I was in, you know, active addiction, which were, you know, completely anti-conflict. Uh, now, you know, when I uh, have hurt you in the past or you have hurt me in the past, I can actually be honest and I can say, you know, this isn't right. Um, and you can say this isn't right. And we can we can work through that conflict and, and share that connection, which is uh, which is beautiful. It really is. You know, conflict is uh, it's something that's going to happen, especially when you're you're with someone 24 hours a day, seven days a week. <laughs> If you don't get into conflict, that means you're not actually living with each other. <laughs> I, I agree with you about that. No conflict there. Um, I think that thing that strikes me when I thought about doing this episode and we think about this topic is that when we were first together, for sure, I mean, some amount of backstory is probably helpful here in the sense that we were each married to other people for 20 years, pretty much both of us almost exactly um maybe a little bit longer on paper but the actual marriage was that period of time um and so because of that you know we had a long history of sort of patterns that you develop over a long-term relationship that um you know when you get to a new relationship, especially after, you know, getting sober and then getting into a new relationship and having a lot more self-awareness and a lot more taking, being able to take a lot more responsibility for your being more intentional about um, what you're choosing, what you're not choosing, what, what you will stand up for, or what's really just a pissing contest. Um, and I think for me, one of the things that became clear was it meant a lot more and still does today when we have a disagreement um, that disagreements are really not the problem. The problem comes when there isn't that I'm labeling it grace. There surely are other words, but there's sort of that natural built-in respect for the fact that you might feel a different way than I do or see something differently than I do and that that's not anything that I need necessarily to take personally or that it even has anything to do with me at all and that finer point of that gives me the capacity to be more open-minded or more forgiving if you do or say something that feels like where the hell is that coming from or you know what is why are you speaking to me this way because it happens it does i do it too yeah absolutely absolutely we both we both do it to each other uh and uh you know, being in a sober couple, being in recovery and, and not only 
working on ourselves, but working on our relationships um, outside of ourselves, you know, things don't get like brushed under the rug uh, and, and built up and built up and built up until you're starting to trip over that rug because there's so much dirt and grime and resentment and, you know, all the other stuff that, that uh, you know, people, uh, you know, uh, myself included back in the day used to do. Uh, now I get to, you know, understand how you're feeling, where you're coming from, how uh, we got into this conflict and, and let's not do this again. Uh, you know, let's, let's, let's figure out how not to, um, you know, get into this conflict. Because obviously if somebody's hurt uh, in our relationship and the other person uh, is, is, is the instigator, so to speak, then there's got to be a reason for that. Now, usually with me, it's uh, selfishness uh, is is the biggest you know part in in that for me when I know I have I have caused harm to you. Uh, it is that selfishness or being right, which is a part of selfishness, or you know uh, whatever the whatever you know those are two big components of of things that I work on every day, um, and sometimes. <laughs> it slips through, uh, you know, it, it's, I, I forget where my heart should lie and my heart should lie is being loving and compassionate with you a hundred percent of the time. And, and sometimes I want to be right. And I want to stand on that hill and, uh, it's ridiculous and it's also very human. Yeah. I think for me, coming to a place where when that happens, those have been the conflicts that we've had that have been the, or let me just say, when we've had conflicts that have resulted in what our pattern of conflict uh, dysfunction has been. And even so, you know, now that we're talking about it out loud, I still am in that place of saying, you know, we're learning and we do things we don't, the things we don't do is we don't call each other names. We're not violent or rageful towards one another. There's no, you know, physical confrontation or like, I don't, I've never felt afraid of you in any way. I like, we don't get into a screaming match. Um, I remember the one, the most recent conflict we had, actually, we did raise our voices a little bit. And also, you know, I don't necessarily think that that's a horrible thing. I think when it's a problem is when somebody is being intentionally cruel or when there is a fear of violence or actual violence happening, that's a different conversation. But I think that when there's the level of, emotion and the level of connection involved. I mean, I know I personally have internal conflicts in which I sometimes have a hard time remembering to have self-compassion. So why then wouldn't it also be the case that at times I might have that with you? Yeah. I feel that's human and I, I, I personally, I feel like if, if, my primary goal is to avoid conflict rather than to be honest with you. I'm probably going to be full of shit a lot. <laughs> and you know what? You're, you're not full of shit with me at all. 
and that's that's another you know beautiful thing about being in a relationship, a sober relationship, is that we get to be honest with each other, uh, and and understand that you know we we love each other, and you know we're not out to hurt each other, and that's a that's a huge you know part of uh, recovery, and or for my recovery is 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 you know not wanting to hurt you at all. Or not wanting to hurt anybody at all, but of course there are times where my own, um, and I can only speak for myself, my own self gets in the way awfully. Shall shall I recount Valentine's Day? Do you want to? Do you want to? You want to talk about Valentine's Day? Our first Valentine's Day. We can give it a spin. There's <laughs> that we do just to spoiler alert. We do have the capacity to edit this, which may end up happening depending on. Who's go ahead, John? So I, I just you know the one of the first major kind of major conflicts that we had, I would say, uh, again, uh, it's February, twenty twenty, uh, first Valentine's Day. We had just moved in together February first, and you had hinted several times about Valentine's Day, and um, and not only hinted, I think you had you had you know mentioned what do you what are you doing for valentine's day what do you want to do for valentine's day or what are you going to do for me for valentine's day and uh, i had such a kind of yucky feeling about valentine's day for a very long time and i still had that in me and you know i was gonna stand on that hill and not do anything and say valentine's day is ridiculous it's a holiday that's made for you know bad men to uh to you know, basically have a, a, a day to make up for the 364 other days that they were shitty people. And I've truly believed that. And, uh, and obviously that was the wrong choice uh, because you really appreciated Valentine's Day and appreciated the sentiment of what Valentine's Day really meant. And uh, that, was, that was the wrong sort of hill to stand on. Uh, what I should have done was been um, not selfish and really communicated with you about how I felt a lot more, got how you felt about how Valentine's Day felt with you, how, you know, we should be celebrating ourselves um, in this, uh, in on this Valentine's Day. And I didn't. I closed up. Uh, I was passive aggressive. And uh, I hurt you, um, and it took some time for for us to to get over that. It was a it was a it was a rough little spell there, and we had just moved in, which <laughs> that was a, that was not the best way to to start our living in relationship. Um, and then you know we've had some really good Valentine's days since then, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. And I, I think for me, that was a really big challenge in our relationship. And mostly the conversation I needed to have with myself needed to change about that because I needed to recognize that, you know, how do I say it? I think the thing that hurt the most was feeling as though I could tell it was had nothing to do with me. And of all days, Valentine's Day is supposed to be about your lovey. That's how I have it. Yep. So for me, 
and I, I mean, I ain't making this shit up. Like, <laughs> it's a romantic holiday. It's supposed to be. And um, it is. So, and we've done really well with that since then. And also, I think me recognizing, okay, is this something that I'm going to let get bigger than it really is or let get different than it needs to be when what really needed to happen was an honest conversation, just as you said, and whether or not on principle or, you know, this is again, that thing where the head is dominating the conversation because the heart knows exactly what's the right thing to do. And I believe, and I know that you love me. I knew then that you loved me. I knew that you were, we were very, very happy and excited to be moving in together and to be starting our partner lives in the same household. Little did we know what was coming a month down the road, but um, I really appreciated your um, watching you go through the process that I could tell was from where I was standing, it was messy to watch and it was hurtful to experience. And also I felt like if my mind had stepped up and decided this was about me being right, it really could have been a lot more hurtful and also just I appreciated that there was a chance there for us to get through something that was really uncomfortable. It was really uncomfortable. I, I was really upset. It was very upsetting on a lot of levels. And I just, it was really a challenge to be willing to get over it, even though I was right. <laughs> well, and I'm grateful that you have, uh, um, you know, enough grace in you, especially about me, to let me work through what I need to work through when, you know, we get into conflict. Because it does take me some time to really process my chemistry that's going on inside of me uh, when, when, when that conflict happens. It really, um, yeah, and it's still something I'm working on. Uh, it, it, it takes me sometime and i know that's that also is is can be hurtful to you that it takes me so long to really process you know some of these things that that you know for 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 like normal uh well i wouldn't say normal but for people who are uh naturally empathetic i would say um and have that you know uh, ability to really process their uh, you know, emotional and, and mental, um, you know, combinations, it takes me time. Uh, it, it just does. Uh, it's gotten better uh, and it continues to get better, but it still takes me some time to, to process, you know, what my heart is trying to tell my brain, so to speak. Yeah. I think it's really good to, to recognize that we we learn these things about ourselves and each other in the space that we're together working on this or together in the experience of it it was interesting one of the things you said earlier because where i get tripped up still and where is still an issue for me that 
I, I can see as my place of doing more work is is sort of what you were saying before. It's that idea of like sweeping things under the rug until they accumulate to a place where um, I think what happens to me is I'll have things that irk me and I just sort of, I know that that irked me, but I still don't have a good vocabulary or a good um, in the moment capacity to kind of process that through in real time. So I'll push it under the rug and then those things will accumulate. So, and it's, you know, it's the dance of us being in a relationship. So if we're in a position where either I'm super sensitive and or you're under some stress or usually it's both together because we're both in the same household we're in the same stresses we have the same people in our worlds and the same you know experiencing things so if if you're stressed and i'm stressed the way that can come out and then i just sort of will you know keep shoving those under the rug and then eventually i'll just kind of lose my shit and I'll just get upset and I'll just be like, you know, and then it feels, I think like a kitchen sink thing where I've just got this laundry list of all the issues and all the things and all the problems or slights or insults or shortcomings or whatever. And, um, I think, for me, the learning place is to come around to, um, you know, this is why we have things like a daily inventory. This is why we have the opportunity to have conversations with other people who are willing and open to see their own part in things where for us, because we do have a, a healthy and strong foundation in our relationship it's a safe place to be able to say okay what's my part or where where do i have a blind spot or a tendency to do this thing or that thing and um i just appreciate being able to have those conversations i think that there is dishonesty in the idea that I don't allow myself to feel the feelings that I have at that moment and just sort of bury that or push that aside. And once it's, I always have these, you know, analogies to things like learning to walk, learning to ride a bicycle, an empty fuel tank, et cetera. There's always some sort of transportation involved. And so what I was thinking of, though, to me is sort of that balance of riding the bicycle. It's like you keep moving forward and over time you become more skilled and there's a certain momentum where it becomes a lot easier. And I think in the practice of handling conflict with one another, we become more skilled and maybe it's a better analogy to say that it's like a dance it is it is it's a dance with language too uh, you know i get to i get to care enough to ask you how you're feeling and to ask you how i'm treating you uh, that is you know those are those are huge questions that you know i didn't think that you know that were important 
Um, and, uh, and they truly are to have open, uh, loving, compassionate relationships. You have to want to know the other person. And the way to get to know another person is to ask them. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's special. That really is special. I like that you ask me and that I'll tell you. I love it, especially when I ask you and you, it's still sometimes a, a bit of work, honestly, to get you to tell me. And I don't know if it's that you don't know or if it's that you don't, it just doesn't, I don't know. I don't know what that is, but what really becomes a beautiful conversation to me is when you you know, you like I said, I gotta get, I gotta be willing to stick with it. You do, but when I am, yeah. the things that you say are incredibly beautiful. Well, it takes it takes me time to put words to how I'm feeling. Yeah, I'm just not, I'm not well practiced at it, and uh, you yeah, know, I'm practicing every day. Uh, so the the more and more you ask, the more and more. Uh, you'll hear. Okay. I love you. <laughs> we just totally did that. Okay. All right. That's good. No conflict there. All right. We started out this conversation. Both of us were pretty fetched up and frustrated. I think we had a really good talk. What do you think, John? I think we had a really good talk. I think we needed this talk. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. I love you. I love you. High five. Thank you for joining us today and listening to our conversation on conflict. We started out a little on edge, but finished up with love and a high five. Join us next week when we talk about falling and being in love. I'm Lisa Twombly. And I'm John Picard. And, and together, together, we're, we're that, that sober couple. couple. Thanks for listening. Original music, Good Company, was written and performed by Hallie Elwell and Dave Brophy. You can find Hallie and Dave's individual music projects on all streaming platforms. And you can find us on Instagram at That Sober Couple Podcast. Good.